Welcome back to Equipping Kingdom Kids. This is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. My name is Becky Fisher. I'm your host, and this is episode number 23, Sunday School is Closed. Thanks to COVID-19, Sunday school in most churches is closed, and so are various types of kids' ministries around the world. Every nation is being impacted. So what effect is this going to have on our kids long-term, and where do we go from here? If this and similar questions about raising a generation of kids to walk passionately after Jesus Christ interest you, then keep listening. And if you're new to our channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss one of our weekly episodes on these important topics. At this moment, we are now in our sixth month of complete or partial shutdowns because of COVID-19. The sixth month, what? No one would have dreamed that it would drag out this long. And we're still not sure what the end game is going to look like or when it's going to be over. There are some who have suggested church as we know it may never be the same again. That there are going to be some changes that may be permanent. Others have suggested we're going to have to start all over again and completely rethink kids ministry going forward. Now, if your church is one of those that has shut your kids' ministry down for now, type in the comments below, yes, we're still shut down. I recently read an article that really challenged my thinking about the long-term effects on children and children's ministry due to COVID-19. First, we should note that while a lot of churches started opening again for adults, Kids' services in a huge number of places have remained shut down, and in some cases, they don't plan on reopening again until 2021. One kid's pastor wrote to me on Facebook and said, I'm in San Francisco. It's possible we aren't going to open until a year from now, and that's just for the adults. So who knows for the kids? Are you serious? Kids won't be able to go to church again for a year Don't try to tell me that won't have long-term spiritual repercussions on these children. Talk about a strategy from the enemy to steal an entire generation. Parents, I hope you're listening to this because it means you're going to have to seriously step up to the plate and make up the difference in your home. You are now the kid's pastor, so act like it. There's no way your kids are going to survive spiritually healthy if they can't go to church and you are not teaching them in the home. So if it doesn't bother you that your kids will walk away from the faith and church and God when they become teenagers, just keep on selfishly feeding yourself and ignoring the spiritual growth and development of your kids. You need to feed them spiritually to the same degree, time-wise and financially, that you do for yourself. Are you watching some Christian conferences online? Then find something equally significant for your kids to watch as well. And make sure they do it. Make it a family event. Are you spending money on Christian books and videos and other Christian material for yourself? Then invest an equal amount of money on Christian books and videos, etc. for your kids. Are you reading your Bible every day? Then make sure your kids are reading their Bible every day. Talk to your kids every day about the Lord and the Word of God. Get your head out of the sand and realize that at least for now, Sunday school is closed and your spiritual growth is up to you. 
Wow, Becky, you sound upset. You know what? After 30 years of being in children's ministry, I am upset because I am just flabbergasted at how many Christian parents are just out to lunch when it comes to passionately taking charge of the spiritual growth and development of their own children. Long gone are the days when taking your kids to Sunday school once a week would guarantee that they would grow up to be Christians. Dr. James Dobson has said the greatest delusion of Christian parents is to assume their children will grow up to be Christians just because they are. Real statistics tell us that only one in 10 Christian parents ever pray with their children at least once a week. Less than one in 10 Christian parents even read the Bible with their kids on a weekly basis. And less than one in 20 ever have a worship experience with their kids in the home. Now here's a scary fact. The Barna Research Group just released a statement this week that at least two thirds of the US 18 to 29 year olds who grew up in church told Barna they have completely withdrawn from church involvement. And that was before the pandemic, when traditional means of ministry was still possible. And while that's not the same group as the ones we're talking about, 12 and under, it's a trend we can't ignore because our kids age out of kids ministry faster than you can blink an eye. If our kids lose that personal one-on-one connection now with real people at church, it will be that much easier for them to completely disconnect from an impersonal church as they get older. You think, but oh, things are going to be back to normal soon, right? Or will they? Do you have a child in the 18 to 29 year old age group that has completely opted out of church? Type yes or no in the comments below. And if the answer is yes, I am so sorry. So while churches decided not to do kids ministry because, well, you know, you can't make kids social distance or their states or countries completely forbid them to do it. The immediate logical reaction was, well, we'll just start putting our kids sermons on videos and post them on the internet and we'll minister to kids that way. But the reality of that is there were more parents watching the kids videos than the kids. And once it became apparent that being trapped in our homes meant there was nothing to do but watch TV and look at your smartphones and kids even had to do their school classes online, about the last thing kids wanted to do was watch one more thing on the internet. Plus, unless you belong to a really big church with a big media budget and staff and and manpower, small churches just couldn't compete with the quality of those videos. And kids today, like it or not, are accustomed to quality. And when video makers honestly took a look at the stats of how many viewers they actually had, almost nobody was watching their kids' videos longer than 10 to 16 seconds. So the stats might show that initially a thousand people tuned in, but in reality, maybe only 20 or 30 actually watched the whole thing. So E for effort, but this is not a long-term solution for discipling kids. Nothing can replace that human personal touch, not even Zoom. As I mentioned, I read an article this week by Pastor Sam Luce, who's been the pastor at Redeemer Church in Utica, New York for the past 21 years. 14 of those years, he served as a children's pastor. His article was considering what was happening in their multiple church campuses as a result of COVID-19. He wrote, 
In times of prolonged uncertainty, people don't want a new normal. They don't want a digital everything. They want the comfort of old truth. Now, I agree. For kids, familiarity with everything is extremely important and very comforting in unsettled times like we're experiencing right now. This whole COVID thing has turned everybody's world upside down, especially theirs. And I have a video clip about this that I want to share with you at the end of this session that you really need to see concerning the impact of COVID-19 on our nation's children. But I don't want to get off track right now. So listen all the way to the end and I'll give you a link and I'll show you a portion of it. Pastor Sam disclosed the frightening truth that in his main campus in New York, only about 10% of their kids have come back since services have resumed and only 10% of their volunteers have returned. He went on to say there are lots of legitimate reasons for this. Many in isolation have reevaluated their priorities and they've moved somewhere else to be closer to family. Some are still scarred by the daily barrage of media. Still others are waiting for a cure to COVID before they feel comfortable assembling again. And it's just shocking the amount of fear people have given into over this whole thing. People refusing to leave their homes. Now this feeds right into that video I want to show you at the end. So please continue listening because I feel it's really important. Pastor Sam mentioned that their church went immediately into Zoom meetings and videos for kids and youth, and it was okay for a season. But he too felt this was not a long-term solution. This is when he said, I really think the reality is that we're just gonna need to start over. Wow, that's a heavy thought. What does that even mean? Pastor Sam listed a few things that in his opinion are going to need to be changed in the average church to overcome this once in a lifetime shakeup. He says in the past, there's been an overabundant focus on excellence in kids and youth environments. That is your facilities, equipment, staff, decor, etc. At the expense of not enough time spent on how to create lifelong followers of Christ. He said, going forward, our focus needs to be on the latter, making lifelong followers of Christ. That's what needs to consume our thoughts and drive our budgets. Barna Research Group wrote, with the best of intentions, we bubble wrap our kids and create Disney World-like environments for them in our churches. And then we wonder why they have no resilience in faith or for life. Students are entertained, but not prepared. They've had a lot of fun, but are not ready to lead. Now, if you can't say amen, say oh me, and then type your response in the comments below. The second thing he mentioned is concerning more of your larger churches, maybe even mega churches. Now, I have personally never been on staff at a large church. The churches I've been a part of were between maybe 200 and 300 people. So I can't speak into what Pastor Sam mentions next, but he says we're going to have to operate more like small church rather than mega church when it comes to our children's ministries. And this was fascinating. He said that in their bigger campuses where the return rate was only 10%, in their smaller campuses, kids are coming back at rates like 80%. It seems like for the moment, people are more comfortable in smaller environments rather than they are in larger ones. In his experience, 
we smaller churches have tended to look at the kids' ministry experts from the largest churches in America for direction. And many of these people are amazing leaders, but our solution going forward does not seem to be bigger and better, but more intimate and intentional. So smaller churches, this should be extremely encouraging to you. You now have the greater advantage of being able to provide closer, more personal, intimate environments that people are hungering for right now. Smaller churches, this is your moment to shine. The third thing he talked about, small groups are going to be more important than ever. Small group leaders are going to have to get to know their kids better. When difficulty hits, it's the small group leaders that know their kids well who are going to be better equipped to reach out to hurting families. There's going to be a need to create opportunities for them to connect more intentionally with parents and look at their small group as a little church within the church and not just as childcare during the service. Pastor Sam says we're going to need a better structure for coaching small group leaders to spiritually direct kids rather than simply disseminate religious information to children. In other words, relationship is going to make all the difference in the world. More of us are going to have to do what Bill Wilson of Sidewalk Sunday School trains his leaders to do. Literally visit the home of every child once a week to get to know them better and their families and build meaningful relationships. The fourth thing that Pastor Sam wrote about was something I've been saying in our ministry for years that our preaching and teaching to kids needs to be more biblically driven and less topically driven. I couldn't agree more. In fact, this has been a driving theme in our ministry since 2001. In most kids' ministries, and mom and dad, you need to know this, we have not been giving our kids spiritual meat. We've just given them a constant diet of repetitive Bible stories until they hit their teens. And then at that point, having heard the same stories over a hundred times, they feel like they know everything there is to know about God and the Bible, and they have no more need of going to church. It's an actual statistical fact. It's not just my opinion. Our kids need to know what the Bible is all about. They need to know how to defend their faith. They need to know something besides the armor of God because as important as that is, it actually does not help them to intellectually defend their faith when they're standing in front of atheistic and Marxist teachers and professors. Discipleship is not just telling kids one more Bible story. They need to know the Bible is true and how we can know for sure. Honestly, We've been a little lazy in kids' ministry with what we've been feeding kids for decades. We've had creativity on steroids, but creativity does not keep them connected to God. Kids cannot live on Bible stories alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Pastor Sam so rightly says, kids need fathers and mothers in the faith to proclaim biblical truth far more than they need cool older brothers and sisters to hang out with. And it's true. If our kids' lives are going to be transformed by the power of the gospel, we have to have both a strong biblical approach in addition to great solid relationships. Going forward, 
during and after COVID-19 may involve a little bit of going backwards to simpler, less complicated days. This is a great time to reevaluate our approach to children's ministry, the motivation for our ministry, and ultimately what the fruit of our ministry should look like. What are the spiritual goals you have for your children in your home and in the church? And what is your strategy to get them there? COVID-19 is affecting our kids in very dramatic ways. I ran across a video that I felt everyone needed to see and hear to inform us of some of the realities in regards to what's happening to our kids. Now, this is nothing to do with spiritual things in any way. This is simply taking a look at the potential impact on our kids from the perspective of a pediatrician dealing with these issues with his patients right now. So here's just a tidbit of what he said. Were the lockdowns helpful for our society? I'm Dr. Mark McDonald. I'm a child psychiatrist practicing out of West Los Angeles, and I see primarily children but I also treat adults. My opinion is that the shutdown, specifically the shutdown of the schools, was the single biggest mistake in the government response to this pandemic. Since then, a confluence, I would say a, um, a sort of holy or unholy trinity of politicians, of media, of special interest groups like the teachers unions have, I think it's fair to say, conspired to keep people in fear. We are in a pandemic, but it is not a medical pandemic. It is a pandemic of emotion, of fear. People have been terrorized. My patients come to my practice, if they even come at all, and they tell me that their kids are wetting their beds, they're scratching themselves while they sleep, they're attacking each other with knives at home in the kitchen while their parents go to work. The children in my practice, have they've suffered more than I've seen in my eight, nine years of, of private practice. The lockdowns and the closures have not helped. Now, if you would like to see the whole thing, I've linked the video below with the title, The Impact of COVID-19 on Our Children. I've also linked Pastor Sam's full article below by the title, We're Going to Have to Start Over. Church, we're in this thing together. COVID-19 did not take God by surprise. He's got a plan to help us navigate this new era. But we're going to have to do our part to listen to his voice and adjust to the new normal. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share this teaching with your friends. Till next week, let's keep on praying for those kiddos to be overcomers in Christ Jesus. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash kidsinministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.